Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. We love a Linktree because it's got all the ways you can help support Block Talk. Visit linktree.com slash michaelblocktalk to click on the links. We've got a link to Redbubble where you can purchase all of your Block Talk merchandise from t-shirts to mugs to hoodies to totes available in a variety of styles. Another link has all the platforms you can listen to the podcast plus links to PayPal and buy me a coffee should you feel the desire to tip a host. And as always, follow me on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. Guten Tag, welcome in. Drag Race Epcot is almost complete as the next iteration of Drag Race is coming to Germany. With contestants coming from a trio of European countries and a new shakeup when it comes to the hosting duties, Drag Race Germany is bound to be one for the record books. It's time to preview all things Drag Race Germany and joining me to chug all the beer and consume all the brats, it's Jessica Rose and Precious Envy. Hello! Dankeschön! There we go, there we go. <laughs> Um, welcome, friends. Uh, we're just going to put it out there at the beginning. Apologies for pronunciations. Um, I have not studied German. Um, the most German things I know are through musical theater. So thank you, Cabaret. That's how I was able to learn about Filikamen. And producers gave me Guten Tag. So there, that's where we're going. Um, and yeah, yeah. Thanks to um, Sixth the Musical. As a disclaimer. <laughs> I'm Marlene Dietrich. This is an entertainment podcast. We're discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us through reality television production. We are shown what the editing of the television show wants us to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, these are real people that are given the opportunity to go on television to share their craft, but they've also put themselves in a position to be discussed. What is said in the podcast is for entertainment to discuss reality television show. Now, I've never been to Germany. I'd like to go at some point. In fact, my brother is going at the end of this month to go to Munich for Oktoberfest. And I said, thanks for the invite. Um, how about the two of you have either of you been to germany what are you what's your relationship with germany jessica let's start with you well i am german actually half german um on my father's side and actually um my grandfather and my grandmother went to oktoberfest like four or five times and i have uh um Oh, I can, I'll grab it later, but I have a stein, like a literal stein from there. A, a, a beer stein? Yeah. And I also have like a clock that was made there. Um, and like nine, they bought it in like 1960. And it's Love beautiful. That. It's at my, my mom's house, but it's beautiful. Precious, what about you? Uh, never been to Germany. I've always, I don't know, I've always liked Germany. Uh, Berlin is a great band. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think most of it is mainly uh, because of cabaret. That's most of the German I know. I did want to do German was one to be uh, was going to be the foreign language I was going to take in high school, but it conflicted with choir, mm-hmm. and you know, the gay had to go to choir. <laughs> that's true. That, that's fair. So I took Mandarin right. instead. See, <laughs> there, and I'm sure that's going to help you when we get <laughs> when we get to Drag Race China. I'll remember how to say one to nine and hi, my name is. Word. There we go. There we go. Okay, let's go through the facts that we have so far about the season. Drag Race Germany will be co-hosted by Barbie Breakout and Gianni Giovanni. 
Java Novik. This marks the first time a non-drag artist will be a host. How do we feel about this? I don't mind that. Well, isn't Canada technically they're all co-hosts, not judges? Because they kind of rotate the uh, the uh, the order in the workroom. Sort of, kind of. It, it, yeah. So I think so. Um, we've kind of had we've kind of had it with a uh, with Jeffrey and then later Brad. So I don't know. I don't mind. Sometimes I think it's nice to to uh, move things around so that way the the main host could have a break. Sure. Um, does that mean Jessica that Barbie breakout is just not a breakout star, and that's why she needed a friend? <laughs> I mean, she's only got sixteen k on Instagram, so you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I mean, I know we're trying to um, stay truthful to Germany, and we will talk about um, the other countries being represented in this cast. But certainly, like, I don't know if she speaks German, but Conchita Worst must have been available to do something, right? But it's just she consider herself a drag queen, though. Like, I feel like she's always just considered herself as, like, a person that, like, just dresses that way and wears makeup. Because I know Conchita Worst is is the drag name, so I'm not Mm -hmm. sure if that's, like, the persona. But, um, listen, we'll take it. Maybe they couldn't afford her. That, too. Listen. Maybe her price was too high. I, I listen. I, I hope she appears at some point. But what we do know is American fashion designer Diane Brill will be the third judge. Uh, she is known for her um, history through the Club Kid era, um, and I'm sure that World of Wonder was like, "We have a friend. We can do this. Go do this. Go, go talk in German." Um, the series will premiere on September 5th on Paramount Plus in Germany, Austria, and Switzerland, and Wow Presents Plus internationally. Drag Race Germany is the 14th, 15th, if you count that other television program, international adaptation of the American reality competition series following Drag Race Thailand, Drag Race UK, Canada's Drag Race, Drag Race Holland, Drag Race Down Under, Drag Race Espana, Drag Race Italia, Drag Race France, Drag Race Philippines, Drag Race Belgique, Drag Race Feria, Drag Race Mexico, and Drag Race Brazil. So much. Oh, boy. And the fact that one, two, three, four have debuted this year for the first time making this one number five is wild isn't it isn't it the multiverse is expanding now the promo theme if you didn't guess by the meet the queens is called break free (laughs) that's why they talked about freedom so much um so there's that yeah at least they didn't put them in a jungle like they did for mexico and colum and uh uh, Brazil because they're filming. Yeah, Columbia. it was nice to that see that they're like, oh, they didn't get the same set. They got the same set, but they didn't get the same set for the for the promo. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. So what I love to do for the premiere of a season is discuss the LGBTQ plus rights in the country. So we're going to focus mainly mainly on Germany. LGBT rights in Germany rank the highest in the world. So good one, Germany. Points for you. Now, during the tw- 1920s and 30s, lesbians and gay people in Berlin were generally tolerated by society, and many bars and clubs specifically pertained to gay men were opened. Now, although same-sex sexual activity between men was already made illegal under paragraph 175 by the German Empire in 19- 1871, Nazi Germany extended these laws during World War II, which resulted in the persecution and death 
of thousands of homosexual citizens. The Nazi extensions were repealed in 1960 and same-sex sexual activity between men was decriminalized in both East and West Germany in 1968 and 1969, respectively. And same-sex marriage has been legal since October 1st, 2017. Okay, um, I'm assuming we're not going to have to talk about Nazism that much on this podcast. Thank God. Hopefully um, not. But it is a big part of it, it is a big part of German history when it comes to queer culture. Yeah. Um, so I anticipate a queen or two um, doing a look somehow, <laughs> paying tribute to it. Um, either of you knew any of those facts about the queer history in Germany? A little. I mean, obviously, I know like the pink star or the pink triangle. I mean, and all that oh, right. like stuff from from the actual concentration camps and everything. Like, I feel like that's pretty well known queer history at this point. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I actually did know that they were like one of the top. And I'm so I I'm not surprised that they are the top in the world. I knew that they were one of the top, but like that's news that they are the number one in the world, which yeah, yeah. you know is pretty nice to hear. <laughs> Now, I will say that I, because through musical theater, I am familiar with um, the German national anthem, um, but it only took me until recently that my ignorant American ass realized, oh, that first um, verse that you always hear. Yeah, you don't do that one because that's the sympath- that's sympathetic to the Nazis. So just a warning, friends. Don't sing that one. If you ever hear it, uh, perk your ears up and understand maybe it's not a good place to be. Oh, my God. Yeah, but again, musical theater, they, they teach you just enough, and then they say, you go figure it out for yourself. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. I always love to know, what do you want to see from the season? I got a couple things, and I'm going to go through my list, and then the two of you can tell me how you feel about it. First off, I, I want a beers and brats runway. Like there is so much amazing food in Germany. Like give me pretzels. I can see an entire food runway. That mm. being said, just don't make it cheap. Mm-hmm. I would like appearances. This is this is a stretch. If we can't get Conchita Worst on, I'm doubting we're going to get the other two. Obviously, I, I she she's going to probably appear in lip sync form. Kim Patras got right. got to appear right. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's gonna go. The on other that person, show. the other right. She hasn't even done American one yet, so yeah. she's not getting the call from Rue. She's she's gonna be like, I'm waiting for Rue. Um, exactly. The other person who I would like to see, um, American icon, Brazilian, uh, a German legend, David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> he might do it. He might. What else is he doing? Exactly. What else is he doing? I he's still don't understand Germany. why he's like the biggest biggest import um but there's that well who was it was it germany no or france that loved jerry lewis like one of the country with one of them like he was big in like one of those countries i think it was france that they just loved him i want a cars runway okay volkswagen audi volvo porsche Mercedes Ooh, Benz, come that would on. Be cute. Possibility mm-hmm. of cars. like a motorcade themed runway sure like listen i can never uh, buy any of those cards and that's okay um, but come on, we we gotta pay homage to the Autobahn. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cute. Now, again, one more time, I'm gonna throw out Conchita Worst, "Rise Like a Phoenix" lip sync. I need it. But there's one other song that I am desperate for in lip sync form. Mm-hmm. It is that amazing disco hit 
about the Russian man Rasputin by Boney M. Give me Rasputin. Oh. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a it German is perfect song. for a lip sync. It is perfect for a lip sync. It is so stupid. It's so campy. Um, I got to see uh, Tracy Martell perform it. At, um, that t- that show she did with Katya when she was pretending to be Katya. Very, very funny. <laughs> um, so those are my requests. Um, Draggers Germany, if you're not going to do it this time around, I'll send you my request for next season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Precious, what do you want? I don't know. I think I, I was thinking something like Oktoberfest would be a good one. So I think that beers and brats would be kind of like the same um and hopefully it's not a mini challenge like it was in mexico with the with like hi mini challenge of a photo shoot in in your pinata um yeah i don't there's not really much because i don't since i don't know a lot about like german culture it's like aside for like oktoberfest um yeah hopefully hopefully we don't get any nazis uh so yeah so that that'd be nice but there's so many foreign yeah. girls on this cast that they'll be like, no, we're not going there. Right, right. Um, do we? Do you anticipate an, a, a hello appearance from Santana Socks Machine? Oh, that would be fun. But I don't know. I don't know if they. I don't know if Germany will be. I don't know if this will be one of the ones to be like, hi, we're gonna bring in other Rue girls from other seasons. No, um, I don't think so. I. But I wouldn't be surprised if someone's like, oh, and my sister Santana Socks Machine, you know. What are besides one, sure of the, one or two of these girls I, I, a couple, is related? There's yeah. a couple ones that I could say mm-hmm. that, yeah, there, there's relation. Yeah, I can um, see. I can think of two, like, two. Um, I think, like, for me, definitely that I like the idea of, like, an Autobahn, like, like mobile car-themed kind of, like, runway. I also feel like it would be cool to do, like, I know they do, like, a lot of woodworking there. I don't know, like, if that could be incorporated like I know woodworking mm-hmm. is big and like chairs and like like clocks and all a lot of stuff is made from like very precisely carved wood. So I don't know like if it would be like a wooden themed runway, but I think that would be very unique and like it would be like a cool I'm here for it. way to like incorporate part of the culture into like a runway theme for sure. And obviously like I agree with Precious like on Oktoberfest I think is like kind of mandatory. Like there's no way that they're not going to do that. Yeah. That's kind of a given right, one. Right. Um, and I, I always love these shows because we're going to learn culture. And I think Germany is one of those countries that I knew enough about things to, uh-huh. you know, going to Disney and going to the Epcot um, pavilion there. Um, but I'm really excited to learn more and what what queer culture is like in Germany, because it really is a destination for a lot of queer people. Mm-hmm. Um, especially Berlin, because it is so open and welcoming. So I'm really excited to see how Germany will take on Drag Race because it's not as oppressed as it is in other countries. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm looking forward to. Let's meet our queens. Now, to avoid any potential spoilers, rather than discussing the cast for predictions, we are going to go through the cast by Excitement Points TM. We have given each cast member Excitement Points TM from 11 for who we are most excited for and one for who we are least excited for. I've tallied up the points. We've got a lot of ties, but we're going to go from who we are least excited for to who we are most excited for. And just because we gave you one point doesn't mean we're not excited for you. There's just (laughs) other divas we think are going to be a little cooler than you. So just... (laughs) Yeah, cooler, right? Right. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Are you ready to go through our um, queens? It just means you didn't pop in your meet the queens. It doesn't mean we were not going to love you during the season. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, friends, here we go. We had it right at the bottom. Um, 
So we're going to go in the way the spreadsheet printed out. So we're going to go with the queen that I gave two points to. Jessica gave two points to. And Precious gave two points to. <laughs> it's Tessa Testicles from Basel, Switzerland. Tessa Testicles, a Basel-based drag queen and fashion design graduate, brings a unique flair to the stage. From her hospital-worthy drag name origin to her legendary lip-sync performances, Tessa's journey is an extraordinary is, as, as is her art. Mixing glamour with surprises, she fearlessly explores the boundaries of gender identity, reflecting her personal growth through contrast to becoming a beacon and acceptance and empowerment. Now, Tessa and fellow castmate Victoria Shakespeare's are the second and third contestants in the Drag Race franchise from Switzerland following Moon from Drag Race France 2. Mm. She is the favorite the favorite bottom of Swiss show business next to Luca Hani. Um, Luca Hani is a Eurovision uh, persona and apparently mm. not gay. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's a bottom. I don't know. I don't know what they do in Germany. She describes herself as a stunt queen who splits dips and double dips. Drag is about queer liberation to her and breaking the chains of heteronormative society has imposed. She likes to eat her fruit with salt, and that gave me the reason why two points there. Um, <laughs> and her legs are living in the crackers. Um, okay, we're going to start off and talk about Tessa but with Precious, but first I need to just say it. I don't know if it's because of the campiness and the color of her look, but she was giving me season two tea of coffee vibes. She gives me kendall gendered like boots like low budget kendall gender oh yes yes like love you both girls (laughs) yeah she was she was one where i just didn't i just it was like she was going in every direction in her meet the queen i didn't think she had a full point of what she wanted to talk about Mm -hmm. um and i just yeah i just didn't like I think her name's fun. Her look when she was sitting down, I like more than in the picture because I don't get the black glove. Like, I guess maybe she's into fisting and she wants to be, she wants to be thing. This, you know what? The S and M scene in, in Germany is much, much different. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, you know, that could just be her kink. You know, we heard a lot about kinks this year. On the street on a daily basis. Exactly. Um, yeah, it was just something. Yeah, something about her was just like I'm all. I was just like not excited about her. Like she just didn't like come across as like fun or given the fact that she has a campy name. I didn't get like she didn't come across campy enough for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Now my question this season for her is: she's quick and witty, but does she have the style to be the top? And saying that she's a fashion design graduate, I was like, okay. Um, Jessica, tell me your thoughts on Tessa. I mean, she should go back to fashion school because I despise this look. <laughs> like, it's not. I like the hair. Okay, I'll give it to. I'll give the hair to her. I mean, it's been done, but like, it's cute. Uh, the look itself, I don't. It's like so much going on, and I don't know. Just like, I feel like the more this goes on, like the more spinoffs and the more seasons of like regular American Drag Race go. I feel like it's just, it does become harder and harder to stand out and harder and harder to like really make an impact with your drag. I think that there's been like a few people in the recent years that have really done that to me. Like, cause I don't follow a lot of people from drag race in general, but like Hugasio from Spain, Matraca, like, um, NT, like I liked a lot of the people from, um, 
Holland. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like the more this goes on, like the more people just start to look identical to each other, honestly. Like it's like a lot of them don't have anything that like makes them not look like I said, like a low budget Kendall gender. Like, sorry. Like it just, that's what it, it's, what it's what it's giving to me. So her I think look also- is by, the look is by Tessa and Ida Birthing, uh, which is shocking. Hair by Wigs by Sire, gloves by Yvonne Nightstand. Um, Precious, what are you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, like, one thing when I moved from California to New York, I began to notice, like, I was seeing, like, I would I would look, like, run into people being like, oh, you kind of look like someone I know. When you get that, like, someone would be like, oh, my God, you look like so-and-so, but it's, like, someone that you actually know, not an actual famous person. And I, I one of those things where I'm, like, going, like, I think it's just, like, over time, the fact that we were now seeing so much of the world, we're going to start realizing that, like, there are facial features that are like the same across the board or so many people. So once people start, especially when you're painting and you're highlighting those features, you start to be like, oh shit, that's why all these queens look alike because they all have the same facial features mm-hmm. or it's who listen, they're choosing to start their I, drag journey on. If you're going to, if anyone's going to go listen to my uh, Drag Race Brazil podcast, you're going to hear me all season long tell you that Miranda literally is Davina the Campo. De Campo. Like, you cannot <laughs> tell me they are not the same fucking human. Um, well, I think even this I'm all, she got some work done as a boy, but she can't change that as a girl. Like, no. Metamorcade even looks again? like Davina De Campo to me. Like, what you just said. Like, I literally was thinking mm-hmm. that while looking at Metamorcade, I was like, she looks exa- like with black and white hair, it looks exactly like Davina <laughs> De Campo. Like, <laughs> Um, going off of what you all said about this look, I think the hair is fun. Um, I don't get the glove, uh, but I'm sure there's a story behind it. Ida Birthing is very, very cool. They're an amazing designer, but I feel like I have tapped out on their designs because I've seen it all. Yes. And this one is just like, it's almost like Tessa said, I only have this amount of money. Can you give me partial? Yeah. Because it's not fully realized. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get the fur. Black pumps like, are very fur? simple, right? And then the thing that really is throwing me: every detail we, as fans of the show, we're going to look at. Look at that hand. Why are they neon yellow nails in a blue ring? Where does that come into this mm-hmm. color story? So yeah. for me, I'm just very confused about the styling. Um, but again, this could be my American vantage point. She might have this brilliant thing, and everyone's going to be like, "Oh my god, amazing!" <laughs> I don't see it for me. It's a boot. Yeah, same. Yeah, I'll boot it. All right, friends, we will have a 42% toot, 58% boot. Any final thoughts on Tessa testicles? Nope. <laughs> no. I already forgot about All right, her. Next up, <laughs> I've given this girl a little more, more um, faith. I've given her four excitement points. The two of you both went with one point. It is Nikita Vegas. The She is 35 years old from Berlin, Germany. Berlin-based Nikita Vegas is a dynamic force in the drag scene, combining her skills as a wig stylist and drag queen. With over 11 years' experience, she's known for her summer show, Nikita's Beach, and embraces classic American drag queen style. Nikita's journey is one of resilience, overcoming challenges and insecurities, using drag as her salvation. Determined to win Drag Race, she seeks to unveil her true self and prove that drag is more than just appearance, it's powerful expression of the soul. Her drag is big, loud, and polished. She does like to do Americanized drag with big pads, big hair, and polish. She is an airy queen and often has to fart, which apparently is a theme this cast. 
she gets annoyed by people and she thinks she will excel at the acting and musical challenges. Now, my question. She fits the stereotype of a loud German woman, but does she have the true polish to be a superstar? Jessica, talk to me why you are least excited for Nikita. I mean, I've just like, I've never been more bored. I feel like if you are literally saying like, I'm copying the American girls, like I don't, I just don't care. Like there, there is one of this girl in every bar in every city across all of America, the girl that has done all of the work to her face and like paints identical at like literally just like it's it's tired it's it's I you already know like what she's like I don't know if she calls herself a dancer or not but like you already know it's like one of the girls that thinks she can dance that actually can't dance and like I don't know I just don't like care I just don't care sorry like I hate the look too hate like super hate precious what are your first impressions of Nikita well, I wasn't quite uh, as uh, as uh, <laughs> she didn't offend me as much as she, as she offended Jessica. Um, it was like I didn't I don't actually mind the look. I actually do like the look, um, but it was just something about her where she just how she came across, and it was either she said she loves American drag, and I think it's like that American sensibility uh, that you hear from all the girls of like, I'm the best, I'm number one. Um, I think that's what it was. It's just like, it, yeah, she just kind of was like coming across where I'm like going, I just wasn't feeling you. But again, she could be someone like Bernie where I was just like, not feeling you girl. And I now love her on the show. So I'm like, I think she's one of those where I'm going, I need to see you in action yeah, um, to really get your character. Cause right now what you're giving me is just like, it's everything I've, I've seen before. And I'm not like as excited compared to the, some of the other girls. Yeah. I totally feel that. I feel like she was a bit overcompensating in the meet the Queens. And that's why I felt like, Oh my God, you are trying to, fit the stereotype of what we Americans see as German people. And I don't know if that's a good thing for the people of Germany watching, um, but she is loud. And I think as far as a television character, that could be a good thing on her side. Um, and clearly she has some connections. Her look is by time is fine. Pegalau and her hair is Bam Bam wigs. Uh, so she got that coin to get Katie Bam Bam to do that shit for her. Um, I'm not sure what the story is here because those like fabricy, foamy, plushy thingies on all over the body. Like, why is why does she have spikes? And then the pink doesn't really pair with everything else, though it should. I'm just confused by what she's going for in the promo look. And again, there's going to be another girl that's going to get fucked over majorly by the picture they pick for them. Yeah. There is so much negative space on this photo of just her solo because she's laying down. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you are very forgettable already. And is this is this intentional? I think so. I think she's giving very super first out girl. It's possible. I think it's definitely mm-hmm. possible. Um, but I will say for me, why I did raise her a couple more points is knowing how this television program works. Anything anytime loud. you can Americanize your drag it's going to go better for what world of wonder would want for an international audience. So I think that might be to her benefit, but we'll see. You might have these judges be like, fuck no, America sucks. (laughs) I'm going to give this a light, soft boot. It's going to get a soft, soft toot for me. Okay. Bottom of the barrel scraping, throw it away. (laughs) (laughs) 
Audience, 58% toot, 42% boot. So those were our two bottom feeders. And guess what? Uh, we got another tie in our, in our next spot. Um, oh. Again, we're going to go in the order that the spreadsheet told me. Um, what I'm going to say is knowing the two of you, I'm not surprised that the two of you are on the same page and I am not at all. <laughs> I gave this next bitch one point. Oh, Jessica seven, precious six. It's the only Naomi, 23 years old from Cologne, Germany. In the vibrant I'm city of Cologne, sure. the only Naomi thrives as a makeup artist for Mac and a passionate drag queen. Her journey sparked by RuPaul's Drag Race at 16 led her to establish a unique identity in the local scene through unwavering determination. Beyond the glitz and glamour, Naomi's drag persona is a testament to resilience, advocating for self-love, embracing complexity, and celebrating the LGBTQ plus community's rich legacy. She says she is blonde, pretty, and basic, but fierce. She says she is larger-than-life goddess with always perfect makeup, snatched waist, and hairlines to die for. She says people underestimated her mind as she pretends to be stupid. Now, my question of the season for her. With her oddly shaped head and neck, this one seems to be the fashion girly, but will that translate to any other talents? Um, I just gotta, I gotta call it out. I'm sorry. Um, that, 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 that neck and that head, she looks like a giraffe. <laughs> It's very similar to like Countess, I think. Like that's like yeah. that like very but I kinda like I mean it's very modely, you know, like that's my tea. So like I know, yeah. I know it I is. I like the look. The, uh, that's the why I'm right. not surprised that we're on different pages <laughs> here about her. Um yeah, continue, Jessica. Tell me tell me about what drew you to Naomi, because I'm not calling you the only. I, right, exactly. Please mm-hmm. get out of here. Um I, I I mean, I don't know. I just think she looks she looks very polished, like I, I think, you know, I think she could surprise you with how she performs, to be honest. Like, she seems like she mm-hmm. looks, she's moving well in the the promo and everything. Like, so I think, you know, I think she'll do well. Um, I think she's kind of like the prototype of what does well on the show, to be honest. Like, I do think that she'll get probably pretty far. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, a lot of the, because obviously like the the actual, like, trailers and the meet the queens is all in german it's like again kind of hard to get anything out of it when it's just them talking and especially because the questions are always so generic that it's kind of like okay whatever like you can only infuse so much personality into those things but yeah i don't know Mm -hmm. i think i think just based on mostly the look i'm into her so (laughs) precious do you think um naomi smalls has a problem that this one thinks they're the only naomi Uh, No, because she spells it differently. Um, (laughs) And I feel like this is going to be the age of your name is your Instagram handle or your TikTok handle or everything, because it's the same way with Miss Jade. So having a one instead of an I in her in her name. And I'm thinking like this is the next generation. Everyone's name is going to be based on like how how searchable are you? And we've already had two queens have to tell hosts, no, my Instagram handle is not my full name. It's not, not Petite Queen. It's not Matraka Traka. Yeah, because they can't they can't think of them like going, no, we're we're at that's like the funness. That's if I go on drag race. Hi, hello, precious is hair Aries Precious. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's just my handle. Because I'm 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 not I'm not creating two accounts here. 
Um, but I, for me, she was giving me because she's so young and she's the, the drag race loves a girl who started drag because of drag race. Mm-hmm. I was getting the vibe of like an Aquaria, a Christopher Versace, mm-hmm. um, and given like her height, La Grande Dame, I, I, she went higher on my list because I think, I think fashion wise, she's going to do well. And I think because she's so it's that whole fat. It's like that American Next Top Model thing of like mm-hmm. the quirkier you looked, the longer you lasted on the show because they're like we love the quirks kind of thing. Um, I did, yeah, exactly. She was like mid pack. She was about mid. Yeah, she ended up being mid pack for me. Um, so yeah, I think it was like I felt like the show's going to have her. Um, is what the show? Um, how am I guess? Let, let me the rewind backtrack. Um, she's mid pack for me because I think I feel like. The show's gonna present her uh, one way, I guess, and so I figure I, I felt like okay, I want to see if she is just one note or can she do more? Because I do feel like she probably will have excellent runways, and I feel like she probably will do that well in design challenges. But I think anything else that we'll see where she struggles. She might be a terrible dancer. She might be a great dancer. We don't know. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Uh, with her and we, we've seen a lot of fashion girlies who can mm-hmm. do one note but there have been some recently that mm-hmm. have been able to break the mold and have done well much yeah. Raka, oh yeah us. so we'll see no designers on this look i hate it so much do you so really much. i hate it okay first off i've already commented on her head being so strangely small <laughs> she is not helping with this tiny ass wig um the thing that kills me i think if it were different sleeves and gloves or whatever we're calling these i would be okay but because they're so wrinkled and and bunched i don't understand if it's supposed to be a reference to something but i don't like it i want i it, the ocd in me wants to take it and stretch it out so it's one <laughs> clean piece of leather um but again when you look at the boots they're also a bit wrinkly so maybe she just had a problem in her luggage i don't know um but again i'm not a fashion girly i love me some camp so maybe that's why i'm not vibing with the only naomi jessica would you wear this um as it is i mean i change a lot about it but i think overall it's nice i like that it's asymmetrical i mean i would never wear like anything that anybody else wears ever so like that's not you know like I'm not Lux Noir London. Um, <laughs> sorry about it. Um, no, but I think it's pretty. It's very Versace. Precious. Like I got exactly mm-hmm. what she's going for. Yeah, precious. I, I think if I got if you got if she got rid of the gloves, and I think it was just like just like even if she went with long, uh, like discontinuing dress down as like long, like even cuffing like the the hand. I think I would have liked a lot more because I'm like, when she has the black, I think the purple and black look well with the boots. And I do like the little flourish of the, um, of the tool. So I think the black worked fine on the lower half because you do have like a black style with the, how the stoning looks. So I think the gloves were just like, you know, weren't needed. Mm. I agree. Or even if she did like maybe just like a hand glove, I think the hand glove would have worked for me too. Yeah. Um, Also, so I will say, because I did, because I, I got a little curious with some of the queens. I was like, let me, let me, let me see what they do. Um, and I did see that she had a, a couple boy looks out there. Um, go look at her out of drag and the remarkability that she does with her nose, because she does not have a, a, a good nose as a boy, <laughs> but she does not make you think that in drag. 
Um, the way she contours the bottom of that nose, she has literally transformed her face. It is insane. Um, so she's going to give you makeup and, and go for her knowing how to work her face. Um, also, um, trend alert, spikes. Spikes on the runway. Um, I guess that's a very uh, German thing. Yeah. Edgy, punky. I'm going to give this a boot. I like it. It's a toot. <laughs> Uh, it's a two for me. Audience agrees with you. 69% toot, 31% boo. Now we're next queen again, tied for the same spot here. Um, I think we all kind of dig her. We might dig her, I don't know. But there's just people more and more excited for. I give her a five, Jessica five, precious a four. It's Lorelai Rivers from Dusseldorf. Lorelai Rivers, uh, Bremerhaven native, is both a theater dramaturg and an enchanting drag queen. Her name pays homage to the legendary Lorelai, inspiring her captivating illusion that tells visual stories. Beyond the stage, Lorelai's journey from the competition to self-made success showcases her dedication to empowerment through drag, proving that in this world, unconventional can shine on as brightly as any star. She says she is the queen of the sirens. She describes herself as big, colorful, and diverse, or stupid piece of shit. Um, she says she is always over the top, the big style styled hair with signature flash eye, wide hips, mostly homemade clothes because she can't afford designer. I was like, oh, so many queens related to you in that moment. <laughs> um, let's talk about her. My question this season, she's got a grunge sensibility, but will the lack of designer cause her to be a runway disaster? Precious. I don't know. I feel I feel like she might do okay on the runway. She her looks might not be like super super elevated, but I think she might slay a design challenge. Um, given that this look does look like it's like a hodgepodge of a few different ideas. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, I'd like to look. Um, for me, it's like you know, based on the look, I think she was high up there on my favorites. But I do feel like she she came across young in her in her Meet the Queens where I'm not quite sure um, how well she's going to do in the setting. Cause it has been feeling like the girls come in and the ones who are like, you've been getting so many young girls that come in like, and they're just like, Ooh, this might be not what I expected. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't know. I, I want to see what she can do. I want to see, uh, but her aesthetic is like something I, I enjoy. Um, Jessica, she kind of reminds me of Coma White's kid sister. <laughs> a little bit a little bit i mean i think like i i really like the signature makeup like i like her piece mm -hmm. a lot um i agree like i think maybe the 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 promo is like and that's probably why she's like middle of the pack to me because like i really like the mug but then it, like the look itself is like okay like i don't know it's like fine like i i again i get what she's going for i guess it's like, giving rock bar <laughs> hey nothing wrong with that nothing right. wrong that's with that what you're, I, I don't know what you're trying to say about rock bar but um, <laughs> no i like it i think I it's like you know it's, it's punky it's 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 cool like i feel like she gives you know very like glam rock kind of sensibility like i'm into it her look is by Trisha Young Hair by Laura Lai Jewels by Dragged Out London. Accessories by Aura Likes You. Yeah, I think it is fun and, and quirky. And she did make it herself. She did she did it well in the sense of like she even if she gave this designer all the pieces, she was able to have at least an idea of how to be resourceful in the world of drag race. Um, those heels though, how did how did how do you walk in those? You feel I feel like she's gonna topple over. <laughs> 
I do feel without she's those heels, she's like four foot. Like she just looks like she's gonna be Probably. a tiny fucking queen. I also feel Probably. like the outfit is does kind of give me like that grungy like eighties vibe to it. So I do feel like it's she's serving up like Berlin in the eighties, which is we'll which is what makes me that. like it's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it, which is um, like again, I, I, I... she would have gone much higher if her personality. In her meet the queens grab me more i would have she would have easily been in my top five but i but it was her personality yeah. where i'm just like she, you're coming across, she was coming across a little timid for me i agree i agree i'm gonna give this look a two it's a two it's a two but i will say i want to see and i'm sad that nobody did it have you ever seen ticket of no return i think that's what it's called it's called something else no. in german it's just like movie Ooh. from like the, it's a, a movie from the 80s and it's like it's basically like one long it's very german it's like one long movie of like basically nothing happening uh just this woman kind of like maneuvering through like german nightlife whatever or i think in berlin but like the fashion in that ah like if i was gonna do a promo for drag race germany baby like that's i would have gone there and pulled something from that season two there you go maybe i'll apply i'll apply (laughs) even though i don't speak german who knows the audience 62 percent to 38 percent boot all right, we're going to move on um, to someone who I gave a nine to. Jessica oh. for Precious of Three. From Basel, Switzerland, but originally from Brazil, it's Victoria Shakespeare's. Meet Victoria Shakespeare's a vibrant drag queen and makeup artist from Basel, Switzerland. With a life shaped by music, pop culture, and personal struggle, Victoria's journey is one of empowerment and resilience. Her participation in Drag Race Germany is not just about the spotlight, but a chance to share her story and inspire others to overcome challenges with pride and creativity. Victoria's name was given to her by her mother. It is also the female version of her real name. Spears comes from Britney Spears, but Victoria thought it was too plain for her drag and therefore added shake. Alongside fellow castmate Tessa Tisticles, she they are the second and third contestants on the Drag Race franchise from Switzerland after Moon. She says she's the daughter of Christina and Brittany. She's your Brazilian pop star, your Latina telenovela queen, and the beauty queen of Switzerland. She is fun, sexy, and flirty. Now, I'm going to pose my question, and, and this is going to be a conversation really mostly for me and Precious here, but it's the body of the season with the fire of Brazil. Can she become a fan favorite like another European Brazilian queen and make it to the end, or will they simply just be compared? Precious, is this not Fontana? Uh, that's why she got three points. I what? closed my eyes and was like... Did they did Fantana get a get a like complete body rework? She sounds exactly like her. They have the same voice. And I'm like, she's gonna mm-hmm. bother me all season. Because especially when she did the little Brittany, ah, I was like, no, no, I got that already. I don't need it again. <laughs> Listen, I'm just gonna hopefully say she it, has a better per- hopefully she doesn't hopefully she's not gonna have a big old fight about someone using oh maybe baby like the like like Fontana did. No, you know that we're going to have a Victoria versus Fontana uh, battle somewhere because they are literally oh, yeah. identical carbon copies. Um, but I'm, I'm telling you right now, out of drive, Victoria. Oh, my God. So cute. So cute. So cute. And that body, like, listen. Oh, I was literally being like... ass like that... <laughs> When I look at her, I was like, oh, Michael's going to love her. Uh-huh. I knew. <laughs> oh, the I um, yeah, so here's our Brazilian queen, one of two. Jessica, what do you think of Victoria? 
I mean, again, you know, like a little, a little generic, a little like, you know, throw a stone in Brazil and you hit this queen. Like, but you know, it's, it's, she's pretty. I think she's pretty. I mean, cute out of drag. Like I, I, I do, you know, is it my favorite promo look? No, but it's like fine. And I mean, like, I think I, I, I'm more, I'm more intrigued and I guess more excited because like, I want to see how she performs when it comes to this mm-hmm. kind of like queen on drag race. I'm always like, can you really do what you say you do? Because every single girl, I feel like that like is the same kind of drag queen as her is always like, I'm the best dancer ever on the face of the planet. And then like they get on the stage and they actually can't. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm always curious when it's this kind of queen to see like if they can actually back it up. You know what I mean? And she also really reminds me of um, Abby. Oh my God. Another Brazilian queen. Mm-hmm. But also like, oof, now that, now her, oof, good morning. Uh, I just, I think I just don't like queens that are like knee level that are just yappy because that's how Abby <laughs> oh my God was to me. And that's how Fontana was to me. So I'm just like, I want, like that was the whole thing was just like, I literally almost put her at one, but I was like, no, I actually think she's going to do okay on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, So I think for me, it was like, I, I want you to show that you're not the same as what I've just saw earlier in the year. Um, but it's, but the vibe crazy. I'm getting from her is that it's just like, I'm like going, how, how are you? Are you like, are you like drag sisters with Fontana? Did you know her? Cause there's a lot of girls who are like, when you realize that they're sisters, you're like, oh, I get it. I can totally see you have your mannerisms, why you guys hang out and all that stuff. But it's like, yeah, the entire time, once she started, I was like, I'm listening to Fantana. Like if I close my eyes, she's here. And I also wondered why they put, I guess they put her last because I think she's so much more vibrant than Yvonne was, but I'm all numerically, Yvonne should have been the last queen based on names. Unless there's a German alphabet, I'm not aware of. Yeah, exactly. Um, They switched things up. But I was going to say is what's crazy is you're talking about the Yappy um, Brazilian queens on the uh, European seasons. We don't have any of those on Drag Race Brazil. No, they're not on Drag Brazil. They all they all moved from Brazil to be yappy in other countries. Yeah. Um, the look is by Atelier Fabulous, hair by Bam Bam Wigs. I kind of love this look. And maybe it's because she is a queen who has decided, yes, I'm going to show you my body. I'm going to showcase it in a way that it is the highlight. Because mm-hmm. just that, just just the way this is crafted... There's clothes on, but she's still showing skin in the places she wants you to show skin. Oh yeah. Um, it, she's giving you a pose. Um, is she Britney Spears? It's possible. I don't know. She's, she's trying. I really, really enjoy this look. She's really trying. Jessica's like, this is disgusting. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, I think stop too. Any other me. thoughts? I'm gonna go to. It's a toot. I also like that she's giving some kind of handography with her. She's posing. She's an America's top model thing of like posing from your head to your toes to your hands. Yeah. <laughs> she's giving us a AMTM fabulous there. Audience 82% toot, 18% boot. All right. Moving forward. From Munich, originally from Bolivia, it is Barbecue. 
Introducing Barbecue, a master's student and an aspiring drag queen residing in Munich. Born out of the challenge posed by the pandemic in 2021, she ventured into the world of makeup and styling, crafting a diverse and feminine drag style. Hailing from Bolivia, Barbecue is not only an entertainer, but also an advocate aiming to empower queer youth back home while bridging cultural divides through her expressive artistry. Barbecue is the first queen to share a name with the host of the season she competes in, Barbie Breakout. She says, I am creative, passionate, and unique. Drag is to be free and always what she wanted to do and how to show herself, how she doesn't care what people or society say. Now, here's my here's my burning question, because um, I'm a little worried because Barbecue seems like she's got a lot of demons to let loose. Can she do it on this show or will those demons get the best of her first? And also by demons, I mean, is the host of the show really going to allow another bitch with her name? on that main stage for more than an episode yeah. what that's is a good point. here that what are they point. doing here um maybe it's if she's it the was... first out i will be i will be laughing my ass out <laughs> because i mean like um, there's only room for one maybe it was because of the way it was um the first one i've i'm a little nervous about her she did not pop the way she should have um maybe there is a divide when it comes to language i'm not sure but there was something about barbecue that i only gave a three to precious you have five jessica you're excited to give her nine tell us why i just think she's very unique i don't know like i i like i really like the look i really like the makeup like i i think you know, anytime that there's like, I actually, even though it's like not always my style of drag, like I always really like the campy people. I thought she like stood out with her look for sure. Like with the little like tape measure thing around her. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just like, I, 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 I feel like that she's interesting. Another very cute boy. So that also doesn't hurt. <laughs> I wait till they're on the show for me to start lusting after them. Um <laughs> This is she was one that's like the first time I did the Meet the Queens, she was much lower. Then when I did it the second time, I saw I like started watching it. So I got through hers and I think Kelly, and then I like got busy, then I rewatched it. So I watched her Meet the Queens like three times. By the third time, I was like, I kind of like you. Like the more I see her, the more I was liking her. And I think I could have easily swapped her and, and Naomi in placement. Um yeah so it's like i do think it's like because she also hit there was a point in her meet the queens where i did feel like she let the barrier down just slightly mm-hmm. when she was talking about like how drag kind of like you know saved her and i was just like oh okay i kind of like the person behind the drag queen so i think so she was she could have easily been one higher depending with her and naomi they could have easily been swapped in my point, point system um but uh, look wise i love the campness i love the uh, kia-esque bag that she's wearing as a jacket um the hair color um and she has a really good mug and the fact that there she has does. not been a barbecue on down under is a surprise because you always <laughs> have that phrase shrimp on the bobby so i thought i thought there would be a barbecue on that one or That's even fair. bbq you know Mm-hmm. I'm BB. BBQ. The look is by Hans Singer Munich, hair by Mido Wigs, nails by Janisha Jones. Yeah, I really do think um, it's a good look in sense of it is individualized, it is different. I don't know why the tape measure has to be like attached. That's something interesting going on here. Um, I like the color story. I love the um, 
primary colors because it does pop. I'll give it a toot. Yeah, it gets a toot for me. Yeah, I give it a toot too. Because like you said, I mean, like if you're sitting there asking like why, but not in a bad way, then I think like that's a positive. Audience, 88% toot, 12% boot. Next up. A little surprised by this placement here. Um, three points for Jessica. Eight for Precious. I'm going all in on 11 points. Von Nightstand, 29 from Berlin, Germany. Made Von Nightstand a Berlin-based triple threat, a versatile costume designer, stylist, and drag queen. With eight years of experience in the drag scene, Von is celebrated for her quick wit and approachable charm as a comedy queen. Blending beauty, fashion, and camp, she's not just an entertainer, but a DJ who keeps the crowd moving, all while radiating humor and a strong sense of self. Alphabetically, Von places last out of every Drag Race contestant a title formerly held by Evie Oddly. She describes her drag as campy cunty clown. She is funny in fashion, loves pattern mixing and ugly things that are somehow cool. Eye cancer, but make it fashion. What to expect at her show? A lot of bullshit, shenanigans, and nonsense, and great performances, and many tricks, and maybe her rolling around on stage. She studied fashion design, so she is looking forward to the design challenge as well as the comedy challenges. Jessica. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say my question this season. Best name ever. Can we crown her simply because the name should be said at all fucking times? Okay, that's the thing. Is that what is the pun? Because I don't get it. One night stand. One night stand. Okay. Yeah, see, I thought. Stand. See, that's I thought it was. Out. I also thought like because the name Yvonne because it's like I thought the way because you can how you say Yvonne. I thought yeah. it was playing that's off the American of, uh, way. German way is Vaughn. Vaughn, okay, Vaughn, yeah, Vaughn, because of like, yeah, Germans also have the W's for the V's. So is it, so is Victoria, Victoria, or is it Victoria, like Victoria? I don't, okay, never mind. Um, Because the thing is that when you, but the thing is like, by saying in English, Yvonne, I thought it, I thought the pun in English was kind of like Courtney Act, like leave on the night, like leave on nightstand, like leave the money on the nightstand. That's what I thought. But if German, if the pronunciation is one nightstand, I'm like, okay, that, that works for me too. But I thought like, because of the name of Yon, I was like, I thought it was playing like, oh, if you say it real quickly, like Courtney Act, uh, it would be like leave on nightstand, like leave the money there, leave it on the nightstand. That's what, even though it's one nightstand, it both, it works for me both ways, but I love it. Like, she was very high on my list because she's named after my mother. So, of course, oh. I had to, my, my mama, Yvonne. Um, but also, too, like, I love this look. I love her style. As you can tell, I kind of have my top four behind me. So I'm very excited to see what she can do. I really love this because she lo- she said, I'm going to give you fashion, but I'm also going to make your eyes burn because yes. those patterns should never be worn together ever, mm. but it works for what her drag aesthetic is. So she's giving you black and yellow and white and blue. Um, her mug is on a whiter side. So she definitely plays around in the clowning. Uh, the look is by Laura G. I, I really do like it. The only thing I would have played with, but again, she loves the patterns, is the the boots um, a little too busy and crazy. I would have went for a, a, a straight black, but I uh, I get her sensibility. I know why she did it. Uh, mm-hmm. Jessica, you would never wear this, would you? No, God, no. No. It's like, <laughs> I mean, this, listen, props to the Maximalist girls. I did, I, I'm not into this. I mean, the mullet is done. Like, let it let it go. Like, I can't do it anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I, if I see one more person in a mullet, like, I, I truly can't do it anymore. Like, 
it, you know, uh, Plastic Hearts was like three years ago now, like, let it go. Um, and like, I don't know, just like, there's so much going on. And like, I mean, I like her mug, but like, it's like, again, it's like fashion people that are like, I know fashion. And then it's like, but do you? Because like, I get there's clashing patterns, but then there's like, too much there's too busy you know what i mean like and this to me is that's too fair busy. that's fair it's too busy without like justifying it to me because it's a tracksuit you know what i mean like if you I, if you're gonna do something like this like do the vivian westwood like layered skirts like you know what i mean like there's a way to do this but like to me this is just like eh. like you judged up a mechanic outfit i don't know like it's not for me <laughs> but she i mean like she looks, good. she looks good she looks good i just like overall i'm like eh. like I would I'm wear a variation her. of this. Mm-hmm. What? How? How would you verify it? Well, no, I, I because I'm not. I'm not what you know me. I'm not one for pants or bodysuits. Um, but I would if they did like a dress version of this. I would totally do it with like black and white stockings. Uh, to play off of to get it to play off the checkerboard that's lined inside. But I think if I did it yeah. as like you know a dress format with I I'd probably do I probably still do yellow heels because I love yellow I love to wear yellow heels. Um and like play off of like more like because I do have like a rainbow wig I'd probably do the rainbow wig with the yellow and black trap like make it more like a dress with like black and white stockings with like yellow hills or black hills that's how I would play with it but I would like I would totally if someone came up with like here's a dress version I'd be like yes I'm wearing it let's go <laughs> I'll give it a two it's a uh, two for me um, audience like- seventy nine percent two <laughs> I know what you're gonna say say it say it. No, I was gonna say soft too. It's fine. It's really, not, I thought not... you were gonna complete boot. No, I'm not gonna boot it because it's like it's like it's just not. Yeah, it, she's not doing what she thinks okay. she's doing. I'll put it that way. I, I apologize. I apologize for assuming. All right, <laughs> audience, seventy nine percent to twenty one percent boot. <laughs> um, based on our math, I believe we're in our top four. We yeah. are. Next up. From Weisswaden, Germany, originally from Sao Paulo, Brazil, it's Kelly Hilton, the name that my computer is never going to allow me to spell because it keeps on changing it every time I put Hilton in. <laughs> Kelly Hilton is a dynamic drag queen and devo- uh, devoted educator residing in Bad Schwarzenbach. With a worldwide performance history, including Spain, Italy, Poland, China, and Russia, Kelly serves as an inspiration for managing drag artists. Embodying a blend of vibrant style, cultural awareness, and humor, Kelly's drag journey not only fuels her artistic expression, but also empowers her to teach and nurture the next generation of performers at a dance, singing, and drama school. She is colorful, sexy, and funny. She loves theater music and can't imagine herself without art. She can sing, dance, and bake. I was like, oh, there's the bonus points. She says she feels free in drag and that what that we have to learn to free ourselves from what society dictates as norms for us. What is a man? What is a woman? Who is black? Who is white? She thinks drag can allow people to see people as people as drag is independent of skin color, religion. Drag is art. Drag is soul. She is an experienced theater artist and has been doing drag for 16 years. But don't ask her her age because she's not going to tell you. <laughs> All right, so she is our ju- the social justice warrior of the lot. Will that power her through the end? I don't know. Jessica, tell me about Kelly Hilton, who you gave six points to. I gave seven points to Precious 10. I think, you know, I like her energy a lot. Like, you can tell she's, like, a very vibrant, like, fun person, which I'm into that. Um, I mean, like, yeah, I think she's pretty in the face. Like, I, I like the hair. I mean, I don't 
I don't particularly care for this bodysuit because I think it's ill-fitted at the bottom, especially. But like, mm-hmm. you know, overall, it's like fine. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you know exactly like what you're getting with a girl like her. And I do feel like this is exactly the type of queen again where like, I feel like they're, even if she was like not doing as well as they thought, like this is the kind of girl that they're going to push to the end. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Like, I think she's interesting. Like, I mean, again, like as a performer, I definitely want to see what she can do. Like, which is, you know, why she's kind of, again, middle of the pack for me. Cause I feel like, you know, I want to see, I don't just take people at their word. Like, I'm like, I need you to show me. Cause everybody thinks yeah, they're yeah. the top notch sure, performer. Sure. Like, I want to I want to show to see it in action before I make any decisions on whether or not you're going to tell me like you're the best performer of all like all time. But yeah, no, I I, I think I'm here for that. I think she's very I think she's interesting. Like, oh, let's see, you know. Precious. Um. Yeah, she, her vibe. She just gave me a really good vibe. Like when she came when she came on the screen, I think it could have been also the fact that like Barbie was so like up and down for me that I was like, ooh, refreshing. Uh, but yeah, I think yes. I think she's gonna have like it feels like she's gonna do well on the show, and I do th- I want to see what she can do. Like I think if she ends up in the bottom, I'm pretty sure she's gonna be able to lip sync her way out of it. She gives me that like performer vibe, and I think because she's mm-hmm. like a queen that's been around for a while i think she knows what she's doing so i want to be like oh i i'm 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 not worried about her same i feel like she's very she's going to be versatile um there's no desires listed here but if this is a is what we're going to come to see she definitely is a a old school queen because um we've seen this before we've seen variations of this before obviously the body harness is just whatever everyone's doing it it's a thing the thing that really got me here is she's like wearing a collar with a fucking giant ass stone attached to it i was like that's a boss ass move that was really really fun (laughs) but i think her color story is on point um the hair is great uh very very european we know that hair we we see it all the Mm -hmm. time now at some point it's going to get retired and the new style trend will happen please god please soon um but no i think she's very well put together she's very polished and and i think even though i'm not enamored by this look i i know what i'm gonna get i feel comfortable going to see kelly hilton oh yeah like i know if i went to a club and she was there i'd be like oh she's getting dollars for sure yeah, and I also think the harness is also it's German. In, um... I don't I don't know if they do I don't know if they if they tip in Germany, but also like the harness is also very on point for like Berlin the twenty the third not the thirties yeah. Berlin the eighties harnesses let's go yeah <laughs> pastels I'm here for I it. will I'll give her a toot she gets a toot toot audience sixty nine percent toot thirty one percent boot moving on next. From Vienna, Austria, it's Pandora Knox. Meet AFAB queen Pandora Knox, based in Vienna, who's changing the game with her unique and eco-friendly approach to drag. Her talented dancer and con- talented dance fortunist, her performances are a mesmerizing blend of skills. From a traditional upbringing to becoming a self-employed drag artist, Pandora's journey showcases her determination. With her eyes on winning Drag Race Germany, she's on a mission to inspire everyone to embrace their true selves and chase their dreams. Pandora Knox is the first cisgender woman to compete in Drag Race Germany and is the third throughout the Drag Race franchise following Victoria Scone of Drag Race UK 3 and Canada vs. the World and Clover Bitch from Drag Race is 3. 
She is the first drag race contestant to come from Austria or be of Austrian descent. She is a dancer, choreographer, contortionist, drag artist, makeup artist, DJ. In a nutshell, she's superwoman. She says her drag is multifaceted, inhuman, and environmentally friendly. And her drag is acting out of her inner creativity, colorful, and a bit questionable inside to the outside in a language that people can understand in an outfit, makeup, and performance. Well, question of the season. Is it time for a cisgender contestant to finally win they gotta go to austria to find one but they found <laughs> one here with pandora knox now i gave her a six because i was not impressed with her meet the queens because i was a little off-putting that being said the two of you were more impressed jessica 10 and uh precious at nine for pandora um let us begin with jessica talk to me about pandora knox i think i don't know like this is her drag is just exciting to me like it, mm-hmm. when it, especially when I first saw this like promo shoot, it's like your your eye goes straight to her because of this crazy ass hair. Like you know, do I like love the hair? No, but like I think it's so it's unique at least. And like I don't know, at this point in yeah. Drag Race history, it's kind of like I want to see someone that like stands out, even if it's for something that is not always like my favorite thing. Like, and she does, and like I I think you know it's great having another cisgender woman on there. I think that that's a very underrepresented portion of drag race obviously they still need to get the drag kings on there but like I, you know i think it's good that they're they're being more and more open in it because i think it's it's a good sign for american drag race to finally like kind of catch up now because now like you know there's been bearded queens on holland like there's been cisgender girls now on like three other seasons and it's like okay like they need to catch up because you know like i feel like now they're like oh, like, we'll just hire, we'll just book a bunch of trans girls and that's our diversity. And I'm like, it's great. And like, I'm glad that it's wild to me. It's wild to me that RuPaul has been a host of a show that has had a bearded queen and um, an AFAB queen. Why can't we do it in America? Who on that production staff, who in the the uppers of Paramount Plus is presenting preventing that to happen? Because you can't blame Rue at this point as no, much as I've tried to. It's 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 the American production company, and it's yeah. really really well. It'd be it, I think it'd be more like Viacom because the show airs on right. VH1. So it's someone in, I'm like it's someone in Viacom being like no. Mm-mm. It's not. It's not right. the norm. Yes, because dressing up in women's clothing is the norm. I think they. I think they would get it, and it's like. I think they think the audience won't though. I think that they're so in the. They're so like in nineteen fucking sixty five mm-hmm. that they're like, oh, American audiences aren't gonna get this. Why is a woman doing drag? Like, it's tired. Like, it's, 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 it's on yeah. MTV. Don't forget, it's on MTV because um. The oh, that's right. Got oh, that's right. We moved to. Have, we moved um, to v- MTV this year. Yes. Uh, yeah. The the executives over there forced us to have real um fag friends of west hollywood and see how that turned out and that literally was the conversation was oh my friends would love that show and that's why that show existed and it bombed so they don't know their audience essentially what i'm saying um and they have to trust making a tv show like (laughs) they 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 have to trust wow presents plus to know that they know the drag race market better than anybody else and Mm -hmm. if it works for rue on the bbc it will work in america because we have all accepted it because we are the consumers um there's my rant but with pandora knox i think this is a really really special drag artist because um she's not trying to give you the female illusion fantasy she is giving you this fun fun characterization with a purpose um 
is this like in the brat stall inspired look possibly i don't know those eyes are insane um the look is by epicator hair by Edu von gomes um she definitely is a contortionist because um i mean i can't do that kind of move jessica can you yeah You've seen my shows, Michael. How, of course I can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I saw you twerking. Mm-hmm. Um, well, obviously I can I totally know, do that. Um, of course, Precious. <laughs> I can't do a death talk. I think I can do that. Um, I'm excited. Obviously, Michael knows my aesthetic at this point based on when he sees the cast. He can figure out who might be number one on my list. Um so with Pandora, it was very much like the look automatically drew me to where I'm like, wait, I'm a black and orange. Give me a Halloween queen. I'm here for it. The eye, and especially how she paints. The fact that like the eye, it looks like her eyes are going up. It has very alien shape to it. It is, I wouldn't say Bratzel. I think it's more like she's coming from Monster High. She's, you know, this is picture day, this is her picture day outfit. And I do like that the hair is like, give me pigtails, but electrified. Um, and yeah, I think it's just like her Meet the Queens. It, it was a mixed bag of I'm like going like if if she was wearing something else, I probably wouldn't have liked. I probably would have put her a little bit lower in my in my ranking. Um, but I did like the moment where she said the theme is break three. As I say that, wearing a body restricting latex outfit, you know, I I was like, okay, I kind of like your humor. Your humor. I'm like, I want to see what more from you. And I, I hope will, that I will agree. And I hope that Germany treats her better than I think um spain did with clover bitch because i think victoria got her got her first when she came back for canada i think she got the kind of muffins of like you are amazing and we're, we're we wish we had gotten to see you on uk but i think clover never got like that recognition it's on because um, it's because the javis couldn't fuck her uh, i'm not but even anna locking could see anna could <laughs> No, the the Javis this year they were very much in the, the, the deciding factor. They decided who yeah. stayed and went. They were so I think that was a big part of why they that Clover didn't get a lot of respect. Yeah, I do hope Pandora gets respect here, though. If um, it's if her drag is not going to be in the norm of what they want for a superstar, expect yeah. the same thing to happen. Yeah, because if you have Clover who is giving you full on drag queen and it didn't work. We'll see how this goes. Yep. Either way, this is very important. It's very exciting to have a um, AFAB queen on the first season. Yeah. I'm giving her a toot. Toot toot. Super toot. And I think that this is like, I think that like what you said before with Germany being so open about this, I think that they're going to treat her fairly, I think. Let's hope. Audience, 86% toot, 14% boot. Okay. Next queen. 11 points for Precious, 8 for both Jessica and I. Metamore Kid, 24 from Vienna, Austria. Metamore Kid's drag history began at 15 when RuPaul's Drag Race sparked her makeup, experimentation, and imaginary drag performances. In just five years, she emerged as a prominent drag queen and an event organizer in Vienna. Embracing her drag persona helped Metamore Kid find strength, resilience, and self-love, leading her to understand that her core identity remains unwavering regardless of appearance. Her journey, symbolized by the name Metamorchid, intertwines transformation, orchid-inspired elegance, and a nod to club kid culture. 
Her name is an amalgamation of Metamorphosis Orchid and Club Kid. She describes her drag as fit and monster and stupid. She says it's high fashion, glamorous, but behind the facade hides much more as she is funny and can do many other things as well. You can expect burlesque performances at her shows while being transported to a different world. Okay. My question this season, she's got a weird edge with a strong sensibility and advantage of drag. Can she break free from the norms of drag race to be crowned the first drag race superstar from not her home country? Precious. <laughs> Precious. Are we shocked? Are we exactly? You probably were looking at a listener like it's either Metamorphid, Pandora, or Laura Lee as my number one. I love her. Um... I love the looks, the aesthetic, and the fact that her dress is smiling made me smile. So I was all for her. And the fact that she's Devin DeCampo's younger daughter, I'm okay with that too. That's <laughs> true. But I do think um, I do think good. she said okay. like having the uh, the multifaceted that she's more than just what she's presenting. I want to see. I want. I'm hopefully. I'm hoping that she can come across and be that she can like adapt to the challenges. Because um, I think we had a dry chameleon earlier this year that wasn't quite the chameleon that they thought they were. Mm-hmm. Are you talking 16, 16? No, we were. Ta- I was talking about She was very oh, much came in being like came in dressed as a chameleon, said she was a chameleon, and oh, she right, right, she right. wasn't. No, I forgot that that she was saying that about her. Yeah. Girlfriend. I mean, I like. I mean, again, you know, I think I love the style. I feel like she has good fashion sense, like. I, and, you know, is she the most unique person I've ever seen ever? No, but, like, I do like her drag, and I do think that, like, she's going to be fun. And, like, I don't know, you know, I think she, she'll she do well. Like, I do think she'll do well. Again, like, you know, she's on the upper end of my my picks, but, you know, I, 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 is she my favorite? No, but I do think she stands out among the crowd in this photo shoot especially. Like, Absolutely. I don't know. I was very taken by her in the Meet the Queens because she does have personality. And Mm -hmm. honestly, if you don't have personality, you're not getting far on Drag Race. So I really do like that about her. Um, I think this look is really fun. The look is by Gerard Spiegel, hair by Edu Van Gomes, earrings by Ricardo Style, nails by Claus by Taxi. She's giving you this fantastic, colorful, black, white, and red look without a single fucking sparkle. To be able to do that and still have this kind of impact, that's a strong drag artist, especially because it's just unique. This Between that little smile and that little parachute um, train she's got going, this the, I've not seen something like this, and I'm excited to see if she's going to continue on this trend. Mm. Yeah. Did she kill puppies before going to this promo shoot? It's ah! probable. <laughs> you know what I would have added? You know what I would add looking at it? I would have made the chest like 3D. That could have been cool. Mm-hmm. I don't like that it's flat. Like, I don't like this like graphic that's flat like that. I wish it was like mm. either cone or like just like a little bit of like a even like plasticky kind of thing, Teddy. I don't know. Like, yeah. I- I'm excited for her. I think she's going to do well. I-, I know this is crazy for me to even bring it up, but like, it's not Drag Race Down Under, where Drag Race Down Under encompasses both countries. It's called Drag Race Germany. Can you give it to a non-German? I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. yeah. It's a toot. Toot. 
Audience, 86% toot, 14% boot. And finally, the one we are most excited for. 11 points from Jessica, 10 points from me, 7 points for Precious, Lily Cocoon from Frankfurt. In the heart of Frankfurt, Lily Cocoon balances her role as saleswoman in fashion with her vibrant identity as a drag queen. While reserved in her private life, her drag persona radiates humor and creativity, defying norms. Lily embraces her manly monarch style, challenging gender expectations, and using drag as a tool of rebellion. She, as she takes the stage on Drag Race Germany, her goal is to break stereotypes, highlighting the multifaceted talents and inspiring journeys that make up the world of drag. Her drag is unique and manifold, uh, which means diverse, apparently, and creative. And she says, expect the unexpected from her drag is still something unexpected will happen. She thinks rules are fucking shit, and she likes to eat Brussels sprouts and accepts the consequences of them. Flash, <laughs> see? Farting once again. All right, my question. She is the creative kook of the group. Will her unique perspective of drag be diverse enough to snatch the crown? Now, you had mentioned a name that you follow earlier, Jessica. You mentioned someone by the name of Horacio Crujente. Um, I'm getting the same vibes. Yeah. Talk to me about Lily. I think that's like why I don't know. Just like I'm always more drawn to like the very creative, very like out of the box, like the crystal methods. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I love the fashion girls always usually, but like there's always a special place in my heart for the people that are just true artists. And like she gives you very true artists. Like, I, I mean, like going on her Instagram because I went on everybody's Um, like you t- there's just so much artistry there there's so much unique perspective on drag and it, again it's like not always just like pretty drag it's like there's like crazy costumes and like crazy makeup and like I don't know it's just very unique style of drag and I, I think that like for me this is the type of person that I want to see on tv like this is the kind of artist that I want to get that, that I want to see like promoted you know what I mean like the Chelsea boys and like that I don't know just like there's so many mm-hmm. people like that that I'm like your drag is just so far beyond the typical like oh we're just like pretty pageant whatever like I don't know I just think it's really cool I agree I love that um precious oh I pretty much higher like, you know, I I love the look, and Hugasio was one of my favorites from Spelania season one. And yes, I'm surprised I didn't put her higher as well. But honestly, she was number five. And if you look at my top five, I probably I think you could probably, I think the the odd one in my top four is Kelly. She could have easily probably replaced her. But I, I yeah, it's like I think everything that Jessica said was pretty much I agree with. Um, it is a style I like. Um, I, well, yeah, she was just kind of like the other ones, just kind of gave me a little more oomph, but I'm still excited to see her on my screen. Like I still, I, I'm, yeah. I'm hope she does really well. Um, but it wasn't a, yeah, it yeah. wasn't really anything major that was like, Ooh, where the other half were kind of like, uh, they didn't pop as much, but she, she I love her look. It's probably one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, uh, don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah, no, she, she was very exciting for me because I, I mm-hmm. did like her personality because she was jokey. She was humorous, but she had a perspective. Um, her look is by Hansinger Munich. Uh, I don't know if she knew what the theme was going to be with the breaking of the glass, but like she's giving you shards in the look. And I think that was brilliant. I think that's yeah. what I got about it. Um, also, please note that if you watch the Mute the Queens and then look at this look, um, they edited out the chest hair. I saw that's that. That's right. That's right. Mm hmm. Wow. That's funny. That yeah, is funny. <laughs> Why? 
Is I that really like, do it's like, like this look. <laughs> um, the the makeup is great. I think it is in that visual um, artistry that we we've, we've mentioned of the queens before, but it still has its own stamp. Um, and just the way this co- the color story works, where you have this blue as the base color mm-hmm. and the pops of these warmer oranges and yellows, it really is a cohesive look. And if this is uh, a precursor of what's to come, I, I'm here for it. It's a toot. It's a toot. Two. Love it. Audience, this is their top toot. 96% toot, 4% boot. Now to wrap up this podcast, I always ask you, who do you think has the most followers? Now, don't cheat. Uh, hmm. I'm not cheating. Right. I want to look at them as a group. <laughs> Let's see. Precious, give me a name. Um, I'm going to go with the only Naomi. Me too. I think okay. so too. Okay. It's either her or Yvonne. Um, I can tell you. I can tell you're both wrong. No? Okay. All right. First off, 3,447, Nikita Vegas. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. 5,087, Lorelai Rivers. 5,970, Tessa Testicle. 6,235, the only Naomi. 6,267 Barbecue, 7,138 Von Nightstand, 7,662 Metamorkid, 10.7K Victoria Shakespeare's, 12.1K Lily Cocoon, 23.6 Pandora Knox with 25.6 thousand for Kelly Hilton. No. Mm hmm. Yeah, I, I, would, I like my 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 other choice would have been Victoria, but I'm just like Kelly. Okay, Kelly, you get a girl. Come to Brazil Victoria. if you're Brazilian. People love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All well, right. you know, there's also who knows if all of them are real. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, are you saying that yours aren't real? Mine, mine are real. <laughs> so are mine. I don't I buy that. That's stupid. I don't do that shit. Like. <laughs> If the bots choose gonna, to follow me on their name. own accord, that's up to them. Yeah, I was gonna throw but out, I'm not buying them. Of, I was going to throw out a name of a controversial New York queen who buys their, um, or used to. I don't know if she still does not Do it. Say it. Anymore, name so. names. A uh, genotonic. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> Bitch, I warned you last year. I warned you. I warned you. All right. Any final thoughts before we finalize this podcast? I think it's interesting. I, I mean, I'm excited. I think like this is a, a very unique cast. I mean, I think like, well, I mean, I've been watching Mexico right now. So I think Mexico is like one of the best seasons I've ever seen of the show, like by far. Like, I just think the whole I thing praise. has been fabulous and like, every but there was not a booger in sight like all of them were amazing like every single one of them was like top tier so You're i so I, kind I, to miss fayarta <laughs> I, I, no i actually liked all of i genuinely thought everybody did a good job like i really don't think any of them stood out as like a bottom of the barrel type of queen you know That's what i mean fair. like mm-hmm. whereas this i feel like there's a little bit more like what i mean there's definitely some that i'm like yeah you're definitely not gonna do well on this show but like, I think that that's a very eclectic group of people that I'm excited to see. Yeah, uh, I'm ex- I'm I'm excited to see how uh, how they translate to the how the German drag race translate to to the American audience because yeah, based on its uh, sister premiere of uh, Brazil, uh, yeah, Brazil. I'm not sure about right now. 
Huh? All right. Well, I, I, we'll find out how people feel. But yeah. for now, where can we find you both on social media, Venmo, any projects going to plug? Precious. Uh, you can find me on Venmo at Harry is Precious as Harry. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. That's Instagram. Venmo is just Precious Envy. Um, right now, nope. Uh, I'll be partaking in the Miss Rock Bar pageant, which is started at the end of September. Uh, running through running through Thanksgiving. Don't know when I'm performing, when my week is. But follow the socials. And I'll post all that wonderful stuff up. Uh, and I have a couple things already lined up for October. So just keep following me and post it up. Uh, you know, it's my, it's my season. I can finally now do gigs. <laughs> It's your time. It's your time. It's my time. Jessica. Um, you can follow me on everything, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and threads now, because you know, gotta keep up with the children. Although I don't think anyone uses threads, but you can follow me on all social platforms at Jessica Rose NYC. Um, and I also am competing in Miss Rock Bar. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll see you next Monday, precious. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, I'm also competing for um, Miss Paradise as well. And my prelim is in November. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going for the big one, baby. (laughs) She's going to be a pageant girly. I'm going to be a pageant girly. I don't, we'll see how that, I've never been a pageant girl. Let's see how it goes. I know how to do it. I know how to play the game. But, um, yeah, I'm excited, and yeah, follow along for all of that. Uh, come see me at brunch at Tor Loco every Sunday, twelve thirty and three. And yeah, that's it. Amazing. Well, thank you both for being here. And each time we watch an episode, I will chug a beer, and we'll have a great time. Thanks for yeah. being here. <laughs> thank you, Michael. Bye.